Good morning. Now, I know we need a little bit more coffee, but good morning. Much better. It is a joy to see you and to be with you once again here at Holy Trinity in Dallas, Texas. I offer and convey the greetings of His Eminence Metropolitan Isaiah of Denver. As you know, a little over a month ago, his hip broke and he has been in recovery and recuperation. He's doing well. His sense of humor has returned incredibly and he will be moving to our monastery here in Candelia, Texas for rehabilitation for a period of time. And so I know that you have been keeping him in your prayers and we do the same as well for his eminence. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. This is such a beautiful time of year. And just a few days ago, we began the Ecclesiastical New Year on September the 1st. And what exactly does that mean, the Ecclesiastical New Year? That term is used as indiction, which is a Latin term. And this new year, this new Ecclesiastical year, just happens to coincide with the new school year, with the beginning of all these different activities, with the unofficial, if you will, end of the summer season, and with all of these things that just seem to either end or commence. Coinciding with that period of time in which we are right now, we know on the 15th of August, we commemorated the Dormition of the Theotokos, which ends almost the ecclesiastical year. And now we begin next Friday with the Nativity of the Theotokos. It's beautiful if you think about it in a very sincere way, how the entire year is encompassed, beginning to end with the Theotokos, her overshadowing each and every one of us. If you think about it even more, it gives us one more time to make resolutions for the new year. And January the 1st, all of us make so many resolutions as to what we're going to do. We say perhaps if we smoke, we're going to stop smoking. We say perhaps if we overeat, we're going to try to lose weight. We say perhaps if we say bad words, we're going to curve them. We might say that if we, if we need to exercise, we're going to start that on the first of the year. So this gives us one more opportunity to make these resolutions to change the way in which we are and to resolve inside of us as to who we are. Years ago, or a year ago, when I served as a parish priest in Baltimore, Maryland, I'd be invited to go bless parishioners' homes. And after COVID, I would go inside of parishioners' homes because everybody would go to the extreme about so many things because we figured during the lockdown, where we were on the East Coast, I know here in Texas, things were wide open, but on the East Coast, we were sort of much abandoned to our homes. And inside of there, people just ordered everything. Amazon delivery was crazy. And I remember going to mailboxes, et cetera, because I had purchased one item and they sent the wrong thing. And it wasn't just a crazy purchase, it was actually something that I needed from my office. And I went inside and from floor to ceiling were just boxes of returns. I looked at the clerk and he said to me, yeah, today's a lot of impulse buying and a lot of impulse returns. And I think spouses are realizing how much money they're spending on everything. And so you see, these are things in which inside of us that we change. But while I was invited to go into parishioners' homes, I'd go from room to room and everything else. And of course, we're in like Hollywood fitness, a judgment-free zone, if you will. But going downstairs into the basement, there was the brand new Peloton bike that was there, only to be covered by this morning's laundry. 
You see, for ourselves, we make all of these different resolutions that don't get fulfilled. We make all of these different resolutions for ourselves that might be unrealistic as to how we are doing things, or we make these resolutions within ourselves that we are trying to do to make things better or different for ourselves inside. And it's here today that we gather inside of this beautiful church and make resolutions to come closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This new year in which we have, as we listen to the gospel passage, it talks about the ripening of fruit, and especially with grapes, as it talks about inside of a vineyard. <coughs> On the sixth day of August, we celebrate the Transfiguration. It's a day in which our church also blesses grapes as they are brought forward, that they are transfigured, they become changed within ourselves. And a day like this is where we transfigure ourselves and change ourselves, change our ways, change whatever is inside of us to become different people, not unrecognizable, but to become very faithful people coming closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is what today compels us to do, to wait for that ripening of the fruit to take place. And it's an opportunity for each of us to do these things that are well-pleasing to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and change these things that are inside of us. As the summer season now comes to a conclusion, we begin the fall season, and it just seems that everything at this point goes into fifth gear. We start rushing back and forth to go to the soccer fields, to athletic games. We start rushing back and forth to do all of these various activities without taking time to slow down and to offer our prayers and thanksgiving to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. When I served as a parish priest in Baltimore, on numerous occasions, I would visit Johns Hopkins Hospital. Inside of there is a statue, it's about seven feet tall, and it's one of the few secular hospitals that has something inside of there of something that is faith-based, and especially of a statue of Jesus Christ. Prayers are constantly offered in front of there, and in fact, the hospital physicians have shared with me that there are chests chests, if you will, boxes of letters of people that have written to various things of their request to take place. They would write different things, Dear Jesus, please heal my mother. She is suffering from cancer. And just go on and on about different things. And the, the ones that you would hear from parents about their children were just heartbreaking in order to hear. I would be called on occasion to read these letters and to offer prayers as an interfaith group that was taking place. When you look at that statue of Jesus Christ, the right toe, if you will, is it's a brass structure, but it's been sort of buffed out very clearly because doctors feel that when they have a very difficult surgery that's coming, they go there and they offer their prayers and as their own sign of faith, go to rub his right foot and ask for him to intercede. You see, my dear brothers and sisters, we're all asking no matter what for Christ to intercede for each of us. We're asking for him to always be in us, and we're asking on a constant basis for ourselves to change with whatever's going on inside and to make it right and pure and wholesome. We gather today for very specific reasons, and that is to ask for Christ's blessings to be upon each and every one of us, our families, and especially this community here. I pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that as we have now gathered together and we continue with the divine liturgy, that our Lord intercedes for each of us, that we continue for his grace to be upon us. And with this new ecclesiastical year that is placed upon us, that we begin these ways of making proper resolutions for ourselves and to change with whatever's going wrong with inside of us and to make things right. May God bless you. May he keep you. May he sanctify you in all things. Let us continue with the divine liturgy.